Ladies and gentlemen, Alien Zoo is now open. listening all right so this is episode eight i believe and uh we're going back to the beginning in a way where my very first episode was an intro to cryptozoology um i got some big episodes planned in the near future so right now we're going to do another sort of intro episode in a way uh this is an intro to cryptid hominids which is going to be fun um the category of hominids is one of my favorite subgenres of cryptids, uh, and I have two reasons for that. Reason one, the mystery of Bigfoot was my first introduction to the unknown. Uh, it was my first dip into the world of cryptozoology. Moving to a new town as a young kid, I found company in the many monster books that were collecting dust in the local library. Um, and I would read them and, and be intrigued with this character called Bigfoot. How the hell could there be a large ape hiding in the forest, unknown to man? It just didn't make sense. Why is it in a zoo where I see all my other animals, you know? Uh, the, uh, the thoughts of a naive six-year-old. Now, I grew up thinking that if someone saw a bipedal half-ape, half-man creature, then boom, automatically it's Bigfoot, you know, because that's the only one I know of. So I thought all these sightings all across the world were sightings of Bigfoot. Um, it's easy to clump all snow beasts in Asia as the Yeti. Um, it's even easier to claim that all unknown great apes in North America, actually all over the world, are in fact Bigfoot or the Sasquatch. But this simply isn't true. If you've ever searched for just a second uh, Bigfoot videos on YouTube, you'll be able to see dozens of supposed shaky footage of the majestic beast from all over the world. There are quite a few bipedal hominid cryptids roaming every smooth corner of this planet. Uh, and yes, they may look similar and share some of the same qualities and characteristics. But the truth is, they are all different. And they are all types of special. There are two things you need to know in order to understand that these hominid sightings are probably the work of multiple cryptids rather than one single creature, okay? Thing number one, no creature can live forever, right? This is even true for a forest guardian like Sasquatch, who some believe is actually an entity whose main job is wilderness conservation, uh, like a ghostly Smokey the Bear. <clears throat> But I believe the Bigfoot is an unknown great ape, a physical being that survives among us in the vast forests that are scattered all across the U.S. and actually all across the world. Thing number two. No single specimen has the otherworldly ability to be hundreds of different locations all over the world at the same time, which would have to be the case in all these Bigfoot-type cryptid sightings. 
Um, they had, you know, when some people say they're the work of one creature. Now, how does that make sense? And even though I do believe cryptids are superheroes, this is a bit of a stretch of a scenario. All right. So why am I blabbering about this today, huh? Well, that's because I'm going to go over the wonderful world of hominid cryptids. It's sort of an intro to hominid cryptids. And hopefully the information you learn on today's episode, you will make use of when I cover, you know, Sasquatch and Yeti and stuff like that. All right, here we go. So first things first, what in the Christ is a hominid? It's funny you should ask. A hominid is any member of the hominidae biological family, extinct or extant. Extant means still alive. I learned that a couple days ago. This includes human beings, chimpanzees, gorillas, and orangutans. Okay? When it comes to cryptid hominids... Cryptozoologists are typically referring to a species of hominid that is either unknown to science, which is a classic cryptid, or a species that has been considered by the aforementioned science to be extinct, when it's actually not. Actually, that's all also classic cryptid, too. Now, I think they're a bit of both, okay? For an example of the extinct, the Gigantopithecus a gigantic, nine-and-a-half-foot-tall prehistoric ape, which is said to have existed as recent as 100,000 years ago, is theorized by some to still roam in certain impenetrable forests. All right, and for an example of the unknown, maybe not so arguably the most famous hominid cryptid, Sasquatch or the Bigfoot, is an unknown creature of Native American myth said to still inhabit the forests of North America. And this creature, if it is to exist, is unknown to science right now, hence the unknown. Hominid cryptids aren't limited to quote-unquote ape-looking creatures, though. I think hominid cryptid is a bit of a blanket term for all cryptids that have the ability to uh, mimic a human-style walk, a uh, bipedal movement. One of the godfathers of cryptozoology, Ivan Sanderson, who I believe I go over a little bit in my Intro to Cryptozoology episode, he created a system for classifying hominid cryptids, okay? In 1961, Mr. Sanderson carefully and expertly cataloged sightings from all over the world in pursuit of this classification system. Now, his classification system has four main categories, okay? Uh, Category 1 is subhumans. Mr. Sanderson used this category for the majority of hominid cryptids from Asia, uh, creatures such as the Almas, which is a Mongolian ape creature, which translates to wild man, Uh, the Yeren, which is basically China's Bigfoot, the Orang Pendek, which is Indonesian for short person and said to uh, inhabit the surrounding rainforests. All the hominids in this category are roughly human size and are sometimes described as using primitive tools. They are also reported as sometimes trying to verbally communicate without actually having the ability of speech. So more of like grunts and stuff like that. 
category number two is proto-pygmies. Now this category collects the smaller hominids who have been sighted around the world. Cryptids in this category, category share the characteristics of having a below average stature, having their bodies covered in black or red hair, and having smaller, narrower feet. Okay, uh, examples of hominids in this category include the Yeti, which is uh, Asia's version of a Bigfoot that lives uh, in a snow-covered mountains of the Himalayas. Yeti derives from the word Yita, which means rock thing. Uh, the Yeti is known to inhabit Nepal, Tibet, Russia, and India. Another creature in this category is the Te Alma, uh, which also lives in the Himalayas, uh, but it's more of a pygmy version of the Yeti. Uh, category number three is Neo-Giants. In this specific group, Mr. Sanderson includes the OC, the original cryptid, the Bigfoot. Now, I mean, if, if you've been listening to this show, uh, you have to know by now that there is going to be an episode dedicated to Bigfoot. It's coming in the near future, um, of course, uh, but that episode is going to be at least an hour long. Uh, so I'm going to give you just a quick overview right now. I'm sure a lot of you know what a Bigfoot is. Um, it's typically a term used for all races of supposed ape men from all around the world. It's a blanket term. The most famous is the North American uh, Sasquatch, well, probably the most famous. The earliest written report was in 1811, and since then hundreds of sightings occur all over the world to this day. Spanning between 8 and 11 feet tall, this creature has long arms, a brown or reddish coat of fur or hair, and a prominent brow ridge. However, earlier sightings suggest uh, that you know these Bigfoot creatures could be more bear-like. And um, the Yeti is also in this category. So all cryptids in this group tend to tower an entire foot or more over the average human. Uh, some are also considered extremely dangerous and aggressive, um, as far as reports of rock-throwing and uh, being vocally angry. Category number four is sub-hominids. Cryptids in this category are described as being, quote, in every way the least human, end quote. Mr. Sanderson has restricted this group to mostly south-central Eurasia, including, again, the Yeti. Also in this category is the Golub Yavan, which is a wild man from Tajikistan. Tajikistan. Ta yes, that place. Mr. Sanderson has considered these creatures representatives of an ape unknown from the present fossil record, all right, in the category of subhominids. So this was Mr. Sanderson's original way of categorizing the many bipedal hominids popping up all over the world, uh, unknown bipedal hominids. Um, and this stood for close to four decades, okay, from 1961 to 1999. And in 1999... Renowned cryptozoologist and author, the one and only Lauren Coleman, along with author Patrick Hugh, combined Sanderson's original categorization with an ascending size chart of hominid cryptids, created by cryptozoologist Mark Hall, into a revised system of classification for these unknown hominids. Hey friends, this is Chris from Alien Zoo. 
Did you know that if you took out all of your organs and placed them on the floor from smallest to largest, you would die? That's an interesting fact. Another interesting fact is that Portland, Maine is the home to the world's only cryptozoology museum. This place of wonder was founded by the world-famous cryptozoologist and author, Lauren Coleman. Now, I've got to say, I've been here a couple times, and this place is really awesome. It doesn't just have exhibits on your more well-known cryptids, such as Mothman, Bigfoot, and the Loch Ness Monster, but it also has cryptids of Maine, cryptids in the media, and even Bigfoot scatology. I think they even have a jackalope and some sort of giant snake. It's really cool. It's such a unique experience. Plus, it's surrounded by breweries, distilleries, and wineries. So do what I did, get hammered, and high-five a life-size Bigfoot. (laughs) However, that is frowned upon. Uh, Your friend Chris here has one strike on his record. (laughs) Come get me. The Cryptozoology Museum is a non-profit organization and relies on donations from you, or people you know with money, at least. Uh, I've given them money, uh, not my own, but uh, it doesn't really matter. Go to CryptozoologyMuseum.com and check them out. Throw a small donation their way, or purchase a goodie at their online crypto store. You know, for being the only one in the world, it'd be a shame to see a place like this disappear. Let's keep it around. For cryptids everywhere. Thanks for your support, and now back to Alien Zoo Hominids. This updated list includes... 1. Neogiants. A group consisting of hominids between 6 to 9 feet tall and this includes Bigfoot. It also includes the Yucamar, which is a Bigfoot-type creature said to wander the tropic countrysides of Chile. Number two, true giants. Uh, In this category, these are beasts measuring over 10 feet tall and having broad, four-toed footprints. Um, Hominid cryptids in this category are the Big Gray Man, which is an aggressive hominid said to stalk people who climb the Ben Makul mountain, which is the second highest peak in Scotland. It is said to be the guardian of the mountain, which is true for most of the cryptid hominids. Uh, they are said to be like pr- protectors of the forests. And uh, I gotta say, I really dig that. Uh, also under true giants would be the Nialmo which is another abominable snow creature um, native to north-central Nepal, the Orang Dalam, which is a Malaysian Bigfoot, and the Tano Giant, which is described as a, quote, white ape of extraordinary stature, end quote, uh, which has been cited in the uh, the Gold Coast region of Africa. Number three, marked hominids. These beasts average about 7 feet in height. They are, however, distinguished from previous categories because of their piebald coloration. And uh, piebald is uh, having pigmented spots on an unpigmented background of hair. So colored spots on white hair. Examples in this category uh, include the Chuchunya, which was first sighted in 1928. Uh, The creature of Russian legend is said to live in the mountains of Verchojenks, and dabble in the eating of human flesh. Cool. Uh, The Momo, or the Missouri Monster, uh, this creature is said to have a giant head and covered in very fluffy black fur. Um, Also in this category of marked hominids is Old Yellowtop, which is a seven-foot-tall Canadian Sasquatch-type creature. Uh, 
It is said to have a patch of blonde hair on its otherwise all-brown fur. This is where it gets its name. It's uh, not into golden showers, um, but or m- maybe he is. I don't know. We don't have the info on that. I'm not one to kink-shame a Bigfoot creature. That's not what this show's about. All right, number four, Neanderthaloids. Okay, and this is a, and this is a grouping of shorter hominids, um, which include the Wudawasa, which is which is a group of hairy primitives of ancient Europe, said to possibly still be wandering around. Okay, category number five, Erectus hominids, and these aren't just creatures who have a large. Uh, well, uh, it's I you know the joke. <laughs> All right, great. These specimens are presumed representations of Homo erectus, okay? And these include the, uh, the Almas, which we went over a little bit earlier, uh, the Kaptar, which is a wild man of the Caucasus Mountains in Kazakhstan, and the Hantu Sakai, which is a small hominid sighted in Malaysia. Uh, category number six is Proto-Pygmies. And this category features hominids reported uh, from both hemispheres, which is kind of cool. Examples include the Agogwe, which is a human-like creature spotted in the jungles of East Africa. The Didi, which is a South American ape man. The Oren Pendek, which we've already covered. Um, Category number seven is uh, unknown pongids, okay? And these are simian, as they resemble apes but they may not be, okay? So these are unclassified, ape-looking cryptids. Whether they are or they aren't, uh, they have been cited as being bipedal. And examples of this group include the Goat Man, which is a humanoid creature, seven feet tall. Uh, It's commonly associated with sightings in Maryland, sometimes Texas. Uh, The Hibigon, which is a Japanese version of the North American Sasquatch. Uh, the Lake Worth Monster, which is a type of a satyr-like creature that terrified people in Lake Worth, Texas in July of 1969. Um, the Mapinguari, which is said to be a species of giant sloth said to still inhabit the rainforests of Brazil. Uh, also the Yowie, which is the Australian Bigfoot. Um, a collection of North American apes and a collection of skunk apes, which are Bigfoot-type creatures which make their home in the rotting state of Florida. Uh, This is is a large group right here because there's a lot of cryptids that, you know, appear man-like, but, you know, have a whole sorts of other characteristics of different animals. So they're all lumped into unknown pongids, okay? Category number eight is giant monkeys. Uh, This group can sometimes be distinguished by the three-toed footprints left by a potential member, which I think last episode, the Honey Island Swamp Monster, that was a three-toed beast. Um, Members in this category include, like I said, the uh, Honey Island Swamp Monster and the Isnachi, which uh, means, quote, strong man, which is only about four feet tall, about double the size of a spider monkey. Uh, and this is a mystery primate of South America. Um, and uh, even the Nandi bear, the uh, the cryptid known as the Nandi bear, appears in this group, uh, which could be a type of unclassified ape due to its multiple descriptions. 
Um, the 90 bear is an unconfirmed large animal reported to le live in East Africa. It could potentially be a large or uh, previously thought extinct hyena or a bear or possibly a type of unclassified ape, which is why we find it in this category. All right, so the final category, uh, category nine, is uh, mer beings. Okay, uh, now it sounds ridiculous, but this group just—it's uh, a name uh, for—it's a name of this group that covers all aquatic humanoids. Okay, or hominids, which are commonly associated with water, uh, along with traditional mermaids. Uh, cryptids in this group include uh, Stellar's sea ape which is a strange half-monkey, half-aquatic creature sighted in the waters of the Shumagin Islands in Alaska. This category also includes a variety of lizard men, um, and I think this name describes these just fine. Half-man, half-lizard. All cool. Sub-subgroups of this include uh, the Intel of Africa, the Sharuf Lizard Man of South America, the New Jersey Gator Man, the Loveland Frogman of Ohio, and the Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp. Damn, this was fun. I can't wait to explore some of these creatures in future episodes. Now, some skeptics have a problem with one category of hominid cryptids, let alone nine. But to this day, sightings from all over the world continue. There's something undiscovered in the wilderness, um, perhaps something waiting to show itself to the world. But seeing as how crazy and brutal the world really is, if these cryptid hominids are out there, I hope they continue to hide from us. Not only will that keep them alive, but it will keep cryptozoology alive as well. So now you have a basic understanding, hopefully, of cryptid hominids. Um, like I said, I hope this will be beneficial when we do full episodes on Bigfoot, Yeti, you know, the main hairy dudes. I hope you learned something at least. Um, if not, you know, you could check out a previous episode and see if you learned anything there. I'm not promising anything. Um, Alright, so thanks for listening to Alien Zoo. My name is Chris, and until next hominid cryptid, goodbye. Goodbye.